There we go. Hey. Yo, what up, everybody? All right. Episode 63. Is it 63? Yeah. You're, yeah. My numbers are bad these days. Live from 63. New York. Live, live from New York. Live from New York. We're back. Post-pandemic. Mid. Mid? Are we still technically in a pandemic? I believe so. Really? Yeah. I guess so. We're still it's not, not time open. to let your guard down. Yeah, we're still like New York is starting phase two on Monday, so yeah. we're not we're slow. What phase is Cali on? Um, Do you even know? The bars are just opened. I went to a bar. That's got to be phase four at least. I, it's got to be four. It's got to be four. It's got to be four. We're still on one over here. We're slacking. <coughs> we're slacking. Well, you guys are the, the you know the epicenter of the pandemic. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah, it could be that could not be, but welcome everybody. For, yeah, thank you for coming. Thank Thanks you for joining, joining us again yeah. for another night live on location, Jump Street in New York City. Yeah, Billy's back in town for a little bit. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Great band, Thin Lizzy. <laughs> Um, thanks for joining us, everyone. Um, you know me, I gotta do my spiel. Follow us, follow us on all of our platforms Instagram, Facebook, iTunes, all the stuff. YouTube is very important that we build that. It'll be very cool. Subscribe, hit the notification bell, comment, share, share our things so it shows up in the algorithms, mm-hmm. pops up when you search rollerblading, boom, you know? So that stuff really helps. Um, yeah, and, and, if, and if you like too. us enough and you want to keep our show going, you want to support us, you know, give us a couple of bucks, mm-hmm. we have a Patreon. We Links appreciate in the description that. Yeah, for all of them. And we also do super chats when we do these live things and we mm-hmm. give half of our super chats to our guest. Mm-hmm. So... That's something you keep can that all in do. mind. Keep that in mind. Chats. You can ask our guests questions that you want to ask. Also and, uh, for the um, Instagram, we got to get to 10K. We're at 9,400. Is that what you said? 9,426. 9, 9,426. That's a I very checked. specific yeah. number. It's a specific number. <laughs> you go with your numbers. Yeah, today. to be precise. <laughs> yeah. So let's get to 10,000. Yeah, when we get to 10,000, we're going to have a party. We're going to do something special. Anybody who doesn't follow us, please follow us on Instagram. Help Definitely us get a that giveaway. 10K. Definitely some kind oh, of yeah, giveaway. Some sort of giveaway. We'll, get, we'll get you all good. Maybe a party. Pizza party. I don't know. We'll pizza do. party? Jump Street style pizza party? <laughs> you know we can do a pizza party. All right, party. we can definitely do that. We're big pizza guys. I'm down with a party. <laughs> I haven't been invited to a party in a while. No one likes me anymore. All right, let's talk about our sponsor. We have to talk about our sponsor. <laughs> hit Bomb. Oh, Hit CBD. Yeah, Hit CBD. Um, Hitbomb.com. You, you got to bring out the props. Yeah. If you go to hitbomb.com and use code JUMPSTREET at checkout, you will get 15% off your entire order. They also do free samples too, so if you're... On the fence, if your CBD is good for you or you want to try a specific brand, go to hipbomb.com. They have free samples there. You just pay for shipping. It's like 50 cents or something like that. Mm-hmm. It'll send you a nice little little packet. I literally just put some on my ankle like 10 minutes ago. I and smell it. You, you can smell I it. I smell it. It's like if you if you like Tiger Bomb, it's like Tiger Bomb times 10, yeah. to be fair. So it, it's just like, like making, yeah. making me feel really comfortable that's a really good description of it yeah Tiger bomb it is times 10. it's like that <laughs> tiger bomb to the max so that's this i still haven't tried this but yeah austin's the, the one that has vouched for that the hit bomb for all your all you older skaters out there even younger skaters yeah all the aches and pains mm-hmm. sore joints muscles all that stuff the hit bomb is perfect for that rub it on you'll be good to go hit bomb.com the hit drops too. the cbd oil 100 <laughs> plant-based you draw you take this straight up you oh so it's good for vegans Good for vegans, yeah. Nice. Vegans love this stuff. Awesome. I mean, probably. I would imagine so. But I've been taking the, the Hit CBD drops for a while, and I love them. I'm out, fresh out right now. I need a, I need a re-up. But check it out, hitbomb.com. You get 15% off if you go to the website and you put Jump Street as the code, J-U-M-P-S-T-R-E-E-T. You're going to need letters any numbers tonight. <laughs> On point tonight. Hit bomb. Hit bomb.com. Thank you very much. Also, check out Get Rolling, the homie Miguel Rodriguez. He does all the uh, motion graphics for this show. Yep. And he did like he does a lot of animation stuff. He does like Ricardo Lino and stuff. Yeah. Um, he just started a soft goods brand from Portugal. Um, at, check him out at Instagram underscore Get Rolling underscore. And I have a link to the website in the description right now. Nice shirts, nice hats. And, uh, nice he's guy. Using, yeah, nice Great guy. guy. Great, Great guy. Great guy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's putting all his artistic endeavors and passion into the sport that he loves pretty much. So this is his outlet for that. And uh, yeah, check him out. Get rolling. Bladers supporting bladers. Definitely. Wow. It's amazing. Boom. Oh, Ooh, that shit flew. He, look at you being crazy. Woo! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Friday right. night, baby. Well, yeah, Friday night. <laughs> we have a very special guest. Yeah. So um, without further ado. We'd like to welcome our very special guest, Matthias St. John. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's up? Put the headphones on. Yeah. Rock him, rock him. Yeah. 
We got them. Um, okay, here we go. I wasn't getting any comments before. We're, um, we're hot spotting from my cell phone because there's no uh, service right now, but it's still working great. Is this too tall for you? Do you need to? You can lower it here. I've, I've been, I've been wondering. Yeah, when I. Uh, you want to lower yeah, it? Yeah, you can lower it. You can tilt this, it. This knob on the side. Go. Oh, he's gonna go Bob Barker. Handheld. Yeah. He's gonna go Bob Barker go, on. Go, go handheld. <laughs> I like this one the most so far. Ray, is he Frank? Wow. So, so far, the most comfortable. I like that. Comfortable That's awesome. way I chose. Yeah. I love it, man. Thank you. How, how, how you enjoying your? You've been on a little bit of a mission lately. Yeah. I've been seeing you doing some traveling since the, the midst of the epidemic. I just got more people to skate with, so I've been having fun skating. So it, what, it started with you, I think, going to Schmitty's, right? Yeah. Uh, Gabe just told me Joe was there, and I'd wanted to meet him for, like, since I'd seen his Vine Street section. Well, what he did with Tom, and that was it. I just said, let's go. He was like, <laughs> when? I said, yeah. Tomorrow? What are you doing? Let's yeah. go. I didn't know you just met him in, in that trip. Yeah, no, it was, it was. It's just like we had so many mutual connections. It was just made sense to zip off and go. Yeah, because so. you lived in Australia for a while. Yeah, a year, three months, as long as I could. How could you do that? I thought it was like three months. It's if you get a work and holiday visa, you can do that. Uh, you can then then do that because if you get a tourist visa, it's three months. So I got the tourist visa. And spent the three months there and then went to spend the rest of the... Did you actually work there, though? Yeah. Like, to make it legit? Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't sound like you had a good time. Definitely worked there. The work was amazing. Oh, it was good. It was terrible at first. (laughs) Um, I was just washing dishes because that's what I'd done to get the savings just to to travel in the first place. Mm -hmm. And it was something I was comfortable with and... I was kind of locked in a place, you know. I was inside all the time, like half my time, just scrub, scrub, work in a kitchen. It was, it worked because like, you got nice food and stuff, and I was able to pay rent and stuff. But I get to eat for free if you work in a kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to kinda? a degree, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times, S- sneak a shrimp here and there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, you, I'm, do you mind if we bring it back? How did you, how did you end up going to Australia or wanting to go? Because you're originally from Chicago. Yeah. Well, or in suburbs. Okay, so I was with Jonah. He spent some time with me in Detroit. Superheld? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's that's cool. And yeah. then uh, he just told me that they were all going to Europe and stuff, and I'd save some money. I was like, oh, I'm going to ball out. I'm going to do this or that. And I was like, wait, like, should I invest it? And I was like, mm, I'm not investing it. And then I just like thought about it. I was like, this is like a trip of a lifetime. Like everyone's going to Europe. It's definitely time to go. Yeah. And you were there too. Mm-hmm. That was super cool. Yeah. <laughs> what trip was oh, this? Oh man. Roskilde. Roskilde. Oh, Roskilde. Europe. Oh, you went to Roskilde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like Roskilde here with the fireworks Wait, going off yeah. right now. What the hell is going on? <laughs> summer, clash. summer clash. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. We did the whole thing. Germany. Yeah. Well, so what I did before I left is I looked at the price of tickets and to see if I could actually make it all around the globe. And I had enough, so I like budgeted out all my stops as much as I could to figure out how to get to Australia because it just seemed amazing there. And I mean, I'd met Gavin. He came to Chicago for a $100 hustle a long time ago. It was actually one of the best ones we ever had. That's right. I remember I remember that. Yeah. I was out you, there for that. That's when I met you. Half he was. Everyone yeah. was there. Be free. Yep. Sean yep. Darst. Sean Darst. Oh man. Yeah. That was one of the most um, fun times. What's his name? Dave Dave um The Dreads. Uh Dreads. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Dave Dreads. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. No, but that was a good one. That was a really yeah. good PJ was there. Yeah. Rory. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Alex was there. Roscoe was there. Was he? Par- yeah. Was right. Parmer there? He might have been there as well. Hmm. But, oh, that was... Yeah. That was just packed with so many good people. That was fun. Yeah, I remember that. You went from Europe straight to Australia? Uh, I stopped in Thailand. Um, oh. Because when I was at Roskilde, I talked with Richie, and he said, yeah, come on through. And then they were doing uh, this thing called the Asian Beach Games. <laughs> so like they have their own Olympics that Thailand sets up and Richie was just set up to be a coach for the Olympics and now it was on like primetime TV 
and you were in it i remember that no rich richie told mm-hmm. me he had like uh they hired him in thailand to like train like you know i think warpage yeah some of the guys for like the like was it the national team or something time. like yeah, that? Yeah, like Thailand's national skating team. It's like a I real job, that. but he got like a real salary in a place what? that's like very uh, inexpensive. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like the Thailand had a skate team. Yeah. They yeah. straight up let them train at that skate park for months. It was yeah, amazing. <laughs> so. Did you train with them? Like how long did you spend in Thailand when you did that? Um, I got there the day after their runs and they were still just skating around and having fun mm-hmm. and yeah it was just amazing to be there and i spent about a month in thailand just hanging around i fucking love thailand riding places yeah yeah it's so much fun i think i'd skate there though i'm sure skating is probably really fun too there's so much to skate in bangkok there's we were in phuket mm. and there were still tons and mm. tons of things every single day wake up go out ride the scooters zip around how long did you stay there for a month yeah and then oh man when you're with when you're with no he's just ah there's so much good food and he knew (laughs) all the things to order yeah and it was just oh man every day was incredible (laughs) you get the best meal for like three dollars there yeah two dollars three dollars so much i know you're crazy about food yeah i mean and you're really good about like cooking like good breakfast i remember like being on that tour in europe with you you're just like setting up breakfast for everyone (laughs) super good so much fruit and yeah avocados try to find the good things yes i've been i've been in a kitchen for a while so it just came natural to make food yeah, that's fun. So then, yeah, you're there for a month, and then, and then I went to. He got me set up in Kuala Lumpur uh, with one of our friends, Zafri, who, yeah, passed away recently or a while back. But I got, yeah, I missed that guy. Anyway, motorcycle accident. I'm sorry to hear, man. It's okay though. But no, I've. He was amazing. He's just like everyone in Kuala Lumpur, like welcome to you in with like such hospitality and just Australia, right? uh, no, no Malaysia Malaysia okay yeah, I yeah. don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> that area of the world I'm like so unexplored area. sorry about that South, <laughs> Southeast Asia has so much it's yeah. one of the best places I've been mm-hmm. really? all of it yeah incredible weather is amazing it's just super do you hang out with Dash in in Malaysia yeah yeah, yeah. he's the man Dash right Dash is amazing mm-hmm. he, it's got it's just like skating was like brand new there almost it felt like the <laughs> 90s like it just hit there's people in like hijabs and stuff skating like girl yeah. skating and just like it was just like something i'd never seen just like a huge community they had two skate shops they got wheel love they got edash's shop mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, did they have man. the park at edash's shop they, back then because there's a park there now there <clears throat> i don't think so there was one at mm-hmm. wheel love they might have had one. Oh, maybe they switched or something. I don't know. That would make sense. Yeah, it was like in an alley. It was really, that was a lot of fun to skate it. That's, I made a bunch of edits of it on like YouTube and stuff. But that's, that was fun. So. And you stayed there for a bit without Richie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just like, because my visa was running up. So I went to, hmm, I don't remember if my visa was running up or I just had run out of budget for Thailand and had to go on to the next place and it was Singapore to then go to Australia which was I did the same exact trip that you just explained oh, from Europe to oh actually I didn't do Thailand did Kuala Lumpur Singapore Australia back home that's amazing like that's funny that you just said like the same exact thing yeah that's it was amazing you went from like the cheapest part of the world to like the most expensive part of the world almost <laughs> yeah pretty that's much. a complete like different change of pace for that yeah Australia, oh my gosh! Because I remember Richie, um, was used to paying like three hundred dollars for rent, and Richie just goes, "Yeah, you'll be able to find like something for like three hundred I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I'll get exactly." And then I get to Australia, and they're like, "Yeah, rent, you'll find something three hundred They're like, "A week." And I was like, "A week." And I was like, "Oh, how am I gonna do this?" Oh my gosh! I need to get a tent or find a spot on the beach. Dude, Gavin got me set up instantly for a bit yeah and then i started paying around to once i found a job and i found a job yo it was so easy to find a job 
I just rode down the street in my skates and just walked into the first place, the first kitchen I saw and said, hey, I'm from America, I need a job. He goes, yeah, okay, I got something for you. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. No way. First place. It that's was, like some New York stuff. Dude, that's, yeah. like, that's like New York stuff. It was out of control. But <laughs> the job, it was cool because it was like this juice press place. But I ended up working there too long and being the only person who worked there and not making even enough to pay my rent or get food and stuff. Mm. So I had to get out of there and then shift to the other job, which was way cooler because there was actual money in it. It was still like minimum wage, but minimum wage there's $15 an hour. Mm. And then if you're on holiday, your holiday's like three times. I remember I was dishwashing and making $43 an hour. It was just <laughs> ridiculous. How? That's insane. Yeah. How? Just because oh, holiday. You're on holiday. Yeah. yeah. And their holidays are different than ours. So they're like... You like three times rent or two and a half, <laughs> two and a half times pay? Yeah. Wow. It was it was like... Take notes, America. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. They got a really good economy. Or something yeah. like that. Or it was just I think like, they have a super low overhead, though. Just a few million people in the whole country. Mm-hmm. They don't have too many. It makes sense. Yeah. It was, we got 330 to contend with. It's pretty tough. Right. Yeah. Uh, I guess, uh, I guess okay. it is. Yeah. They, but how was your time sport. skating in, in Sydney? Because I know that place is it was, phenomenal. It was just spots all over. So that was great. But then once I stopped doing the dishwashing, my friend Al Riley was like, yo, you should try this bike messaging thing. I was like, I That's don't sick. You're a messenger. <laughs> That's tight. Because like, a lot of my friends who got me into like biking also passed away and stuff. And I was yeah. just like, I don't know yeah. if I want to get back into that and stuff. And but then I got into it and I was just like, you're kidding me, $15 an hour to ride a bike? <laughs> and then like commission and then tips. Cause, and then like yeah. being American, like everyone <laughs> in Australia, like when you're just ordering food, they're like, oh, we, we love to be Western here. We, we wanna show you how much we tip and stuff. And I'm just like getting $20 tips and then like $15 an hour. No. And then just, it was, it was amazing. It was like over a grand a week. And then like I had to pay like $300. I was just like, that's going up. I was like, can yeah. I do this forever? And I was like, no, your visa's over. I was like, oh, no. You can't, you can't renew a working visa though, more than a year? No, because they only want people who have specified skill sets. So like, mm. they're very tough with their immigration. Yeah. I heard really hard. Yeah. yeah. You've got to be doing something. Like something more meaningful strong. to their economy than a bike yeah, messenger? The, the, the term they put out is to fulfill a job that another Australian couldn't fulfill. But oh damn, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is tough. Australians are very dynamic yeah. people. They, they, they got all the jobs. So you already finished with rugby. That's already out. Yeah. You're already out. <laughs> you know, you're already out with, um, you know, soccer. Right? They, they dingo hunting. Yeah. Dingo hunting. Dingo hunting. Right? <laughs> they say that, but I knew yeah. someone who was just working at a call center and got the visa yeah. as well. But oh, it's, t- it's, it's tough. Sometimes you got to know somebody, I guess, it's, with shit like that. It's expensive too, though. It costs like, a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. I think the school visa is the way to go. Mm-hmm. You got to pretend like you're in a class or something like that. I, I did hear about that. Yeah, that, that would be a good way to do it. But yeah. then you got to pay for like schooling. And I don't know how much that was. I didn't look too much into it. Right. The girl's the way to do it easily. Mm. Find a good girl. Oh, that's, uh, that's it. You're good. That's, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more fun. <laughs> I saw that guy. Little fly. I thought you were yeah. going to give it a kiss. Nah. It's a flop. Yeah. So what are you up to on this trip now? You're you're here in New York. You took a little road trip with Joe Atkinson. Yeah. And you're here now and you want to stay for a bit? Kind of filming, making as much content as I can. We're kind of working on another issue of a magazine. Tell us about it. You you oh, that? yeah. This you is, seen you, this? You've done Skip Boot magazine. Yes. I was a, a large part of this. Um, ta-da. It was yeah. So if you buy a copy, it'll be in better condition than this one, though. This one's been weathered. If you if you care about it, you'll keep it with you. You'll see. You you'll keep looking through it as much as possible. <laughs> Show it to everyone you know, and it'll just look cooler and cooler. So is this a Chicago-based magazine? Um, yeah, Roy started it off because he'd always wanted to work on like some sort of artistic project, and he had all these photos saved up, and we wanted to release something for Windy City Riot, so we did that last year. It was it was a lot of fun to make it with them. So I didn't know you worked with Rory on that one. Yeah, I t- did a lot of that. <laughs> well, yeah, like all of our names are at the back. Um, so me, Steve, Jimmy, Roy, 
April and Dave all put it together. Nice. So, so are you shooting for another issue, like part of it? That's why you, what yeah. are you doing here? Yeah. With um, this big guy or that's just for yeah well, lifestyle stuff? Well, so a lot of those ish- the photographs like on one of the first photos and the last photos are shot with that camera. So Is that Labar? Yeah, Labar 360 Soul on a super fancy rail. Mm. At Ritz-Carlton. You know what? I'll, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. what I want to talk about. When I first met, I don't know when you first met Matthias, but when I did, <clears throat> during that trip in Chicago, you had really long hair, mm-hmm. really long beard. Yeah. It was like Forrest Gump style when he was running. Yeah. And you were wearing a big baggy suit, like with like it was a blazer, a white button up, a tie, ah, and yes, <laughs> the yes. pants that matched. And you were like looking super little and you were skating all around the city, like just having the most fun. There were all these people working and they were like, ha, ah, look at them. They're not having fun. I'm having fun. And I was like, wow, what an interesting dude. This guy's the most <laughs> fascinating dude. But one thing I noticed like during that whole time, as long as I've known you, you've had like this super deep, love and passion for rollerblading and you like own that and like it's like where does that come from and where did you find that from good experiences that just evolves the more you skate you just meet more people you get better connections and you just keep having fun so through the community huh yeah definitely it's just there's so many fun times that you'd miss if you don't go out and meet people it's, it's all it's kind of boring to skate by yourself pretty often but you get out and you you seem cool doing fun. that though you seem okay with that yeah to a degree like it's not as fun you could you could go out and have fun at a park skate from spot to spot and stuff but yeah i i i used to like it more i noticed like you can't really it's more fun to create with other people than opposed to just by yourself. Totally. Yeah. So. so that's like the big part of it. Yeah. Just connecting with people on a, on a fun, real th- fun, level. really yeah. fun way. Yeah. <laughs> <It's cool. laughs> I was just curious because like, that's when, you know, one of my first memories, I was like, wow, what a, yeah, you like, and you were like, suit. yo, rollerblading is so fun. And I was like, <laughs> Damn, this is like inspiring. You know, why were you wearing a suit? Uh, you just wanted to be classy, class up the joint a little bit. It kind of. I was like thinking, like that's all business people kind of respect. And they <laughs> see like a suit and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, I guess you can do that." And what I've got. Were you skating like, around like the downtown area or something like that, where people yeah, were working? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's exactly. funny. Should so. just skate it through like the lobby of a building, and, like while people are coming out of work with like a briefcase, just blazing yeah. through everybody. <laughs> that, that I did want to do that. <laughs> you might as well have done it. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the zone there. <laughs> I also got to ask you if you don't mind me bringing this up, but you, you did a little time in Cook County. Uh, oh gosh, this is a long story. <laughs> Do you not want to talk I, about it? No, that's fine. That's, yeah, 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 no, that's funny. So Cook County, Cook County is a jail it's, in Chicago. Yeah. It's notorious. Al Capone was there. Ooh. You know, it's yeah. like a pretty, it's, it's just Rikers here. It's just jail. Yeah. yeah it's, Chicago. Like, it's just jail. It's there. Yeah. Rikers. Yeah. Yeah. Cook County jail. What'd you do? <laughs> skated. We were skating? Like, so we were photographing at uh, at this, just, I was trying, I was starting to like create images with like multiple industrial themes to them. Mm-hmm. I saw this cool industrial, all these lines, the patterns and stuff was just really interesting the way it's all built up. So I'm starting to photograph it and I just pull in like this parking lot and all of a sudden, all these cops flood in and i was skating with jonah and they do this saber too yeah, yeah. jonah and yeah Saber, both of them <laughs> they were in chicago and they'd always do this thing where if they got in trouble they just say oh oh i don't They're i don't know English, yeah. i don't know I'm, yeah. I, it's okay and i tried that and it backfired it's terribly as it could because they just looked at me they're like no you you're definitely from here. They believe what that are they you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh no! Uh, they're like, where's your friend at? And we just ended up getting arrested and spent the night in jail. 
and then got out and stuff and then had a court date went to the court date had another court date went to the court date had another court date i said i'm not coming back to the next one jesus christ i'm done with this yeah. had enough so then there's a warrant out for your arrest so i'm driving back to the house blah 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 all of a sudden lights oh my gosh okay now this car that i'm driving is worth three hundred dollars and the first (laughs) thing i can think of is they're about to tow the car because there's a warrant out for my arrest i'm going to jail guaranteed so that's two hundred dollar tow seventy five dollars every day it's impounded so i think how can i avoid this and i thought i'm maybe a mile from my house i thought how far can you go with with them pulling you over and i just said oh man i'm just gonna try and play dumb in this situation (laughs) again so the cop like comes to the car and he, so you went all the way to your house. He knocks on the window. Yeah. You went all the way to your house. Oh, you started a police course. chase. Started yes. A police chase. I started a police chase. <laughs> so like I get cop rolled. style, straight up cop yeah. style. It was ridiculous. It was. And they got you at your house. So you went, park in like the driveway. Yeah. And they say, ah, uh, blah blah blah. And they cut me off and they said, why'd you do this? And I was like, well, you guys are gonna tow the car. And I said, <laughs> they're like, oh my gosh. And I was like, look, there's a warrant out for my arrest. You guys are about to arrest me. Either way, I just wanted to get the car to the house. And they're like, oh. and there were so many like factors in it. Like, they, I it was a slow speed police chase. And <laughs> You're going like twenty miles an hour. Yeah, no, like the whole time I just followed all the like proper traffic safety rules and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Oh my god, except so fucking funny. There's like six police behind me what yeah no, no like you had six police cars behind you yeah well no. it's in the it's in the suburbs and stuff they have nothing else but you to said do. it was only a mile away oh they trust me <laughs> they got six police behind I, you in a mile York. yeah was it maybe more than a mile mm, no 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 <laughs> they got six cops on you in a mile in the suburbs that's quick that's, they don't they don't have anything to do in the suburbs yeah well they're just right there let's go hanging out yeah. that must have looked so funny for people like, and you're just still street. driving you didn't slow down oh i was slowed i was just, <laughs> i was listening to velvet underground just, just playing i was like oh god looking in the rearview mirror so many cops lights and stuff and i was just like this is ridiculous using my turn signal and stuff yeah. <laughs> i stop at the light yeah, I was and i remember i stopped at the light and this cop he goes Hey, get out of the car, get out of the car. He's like knocking on the window. I look and I notice, I was like, oh shit. I hit the lock button. He goes, <laughs> he goes and he lost it. And he goes, hey, hey, he starts hitting the door. You I was hit like, the lock button? Yes. <laughs> like the door wasn't even on. He said, get out of the car and you hit the lock button. Yeah. Because I, I, I noticed you it looked wasn't at him even, and you hit the lock button. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I noticed the door wasn't even locked. That's the one time I was like, oh, this might not work. And I hit the button. <laughs> And he's just like, he, then he went ballistic. He's like, oh my God, you got to be kidding me. He starts pulling the handle and stuff. I was like, <laughs> this is such yeah, a ridiculous story. And then I go to like the side street, use my turn signal, turn. Oh, he, he like, came up to you and tried to open you up when, before you got home? Yeah. This was in the middle of traffic because I pulled no. up to a stoplight. I pull and up to the stoplight the no. and then he comes up to the car and he's like, I'm so yes. No. Yes. I thought he did that in front of your house. Oh, no, 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 no. I get to my house. I finally pull the car in and I just get out on the road. Get out of the ground. Get out of the ground. Why are you doing this? And I start telling him. I was like, did you well, get on the ground? Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, they're going right. to get on the ground. Yeah, they got to be aggressive yeah. with you at that point. Damn, they yeah. drag you out. And then they like, they put me in like the, the back seat and they're like, what did he do? What can we arrest him for? And I was like, they're like, ah. Oh. He used his turn signal. He, he, was, he stopped at the light. Then they're just like, seriously, I sat in the back of the police car for like 20 minutes. Them just flipping through the book, trying to find something to charge me with. No way. They turned it into disobeying a police officer and fleeting and eluding. But, and so I lost my license for like six months from that. And then they took me, here's the thing that also happened. They took me from Lake County to Cook County to the other county which i forget what it is they will county or something but they transfer me 
in between each county because there were so many like different places that had offenses and stuff because it was all like spread out and that part was pretty ridiculous so that's i spent like a whole month in jail a month for that a month yes what? because that's the maximum amount of time they'll hold you for that was over like christmas as well oh so, man. like that was a long a month long seems a little little od for that yeah well I, <laughs> I, I, I kept the car so <laughs> <laughs> but um that that month i remember like you telling me stories about like you were making like buddies in there because i was always thinking like everyone like i think at that time you had a big old beard yeah like you know you, you how tall are you you're not a big tall like five four you're five, like five, five four <laughs> you, yeah. you know so you're not you're not a big guy no. you, you know you're a white guy light eyes light yeah. light hair <laughs> you had a big I'm beard yeah. and you're in cook county jail in chicago like you know one of the gang meccas of america yeah right but i heard you were making some gangster friends of course they're all just in there for ridiculous stuff as well. Also, I was just like, this is fucking bullshit. I was smoking weed. Now I'm in here. Fucking, I'm like, yeah, man, this place fucking sucks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so like, yours wasn't the most ridiculous story being in there? Or? No. Oh, uh, I probably had one of them. When every time I told the story, they're just like laughing. They're just like, yeah, this shit not. is crazy. But, Are you kidding me? But, but I remember you told me they had a nickname for you in there. Teasy, probably. Oh, no, Wayne. Yo, Wayne, oh, yeah. it's because Lil Wayne was so fucking popular. One of my friends, Brzezinski, was like, yo, he came up, he had like these long blonde dreads, and he goes, I'm the great white Wayne. I was like, oh my God, this is fucking ridiculous. So I'm in jail and stuff. I'm like, what's your name? I was like, Wayne. I'm the great white Wayne. And they're just like, oh my God, this kid did not just say this. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, what's up? And they're just like, okay. Um, so I guess we're together here. <laughs> fucking everyone's stuck right now it's like yep no oh, this is it that's funny man this is one of the most ridiculous stories i heard on our no, show yeah no like it's it's crazy too because like there's not much entertainment so as long as you know like songs or music and like i just knew old cash money songs and i'd like repeat those or like old skate videos brian shima's fucking Coup d'etat, Black Star, mm. Respiration. So you just rap? Yeah, I just repeat all the fucking lyrics and to, stuff. To entertain the homies? Yeah, and they're, no just, they're just like, you were oh, not, this you, kid This kid actually has, has been this knowing this stuff. Yeah. And it was what? so funny, yeah. That's sick. Yeah, it was cool. And there were so many ridiculous stories. Is If you're in jail for a month, a lot of things are going to happen. Yeah. I, just, I remember waking up, fucking... So he had like all these nudie magazines who, and stuff. Who, your cellmate? My cellmate and okay. stuff. So I had like, I wasn't using like the showers or anything and stuff. And like, you weren't showering? Oh, I didn't want to fucking pretty up for fucking anyone, really. I'm fucking in there. Just my hair's fucked up and shit. They're so you're just, not showering, you're just smelling. Like, pretty much, yeah. Like, that's not pretty a bad much technique, right, actually. right now and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, no one's going to really. Your cellie's probably not stoked on that. Not, <laughs> not <laughs> at all. No. He's like, you better get your ass in that shower and yeah. stuff. But like, I'm. The thing people <laughs> do is, is like <laughs> they jerk off and stuff in the showers and stuff. Yeah. And, I, and so like I was I was like in the fucking shower. I'm just like, nah, dude, I'm fucking in and out of this shower as fast as fucking possible. I'm fucking gone. Yeah. And so like he's got these fucking magazines and I'm like going to sleep and I fucking wake up and I look at my pants. I'm like, oh, shit. There's like this splash across them. I'm just like, fuck. And I like wake up. and I'm like, shit, shit, shit. It. It's like clearly there. I'm like, oh fuck. So I like get up at like 3 a.m. or something and just like try to use the sink and like rub them off and like use the soap and stuff and fucking. And I like, I'm like, fuck. And then I like wake up and stuff. They're still wet and stuff. And Why like, are your pants wet? Just from wet dream? Yeah. Okay. And so yeah. like, I've like. <laughs> yeah, because you I, totally have a wet dream in there. Like, of course. Yeah. And, and you're not dealing, you, take care of business. Yeah, yeah. you're going to fucking yeah. have something eventually. Right. <laughs> a month in there. Fucking <laughs> Christ. And so, like, I'm trying to wash my pants and right. stuff, and they're like, not dry. And I'm like, I can't go on the fucking the no. main floor with wet pants. No. This is going to be terrible and yeah, stuff. Look. So, like, I, I, like, the food comes at like five in the morning and right. stuff. I'm like, he's like, hey, get the food. I was like, no, no, not <laughs> in the food. I'm just like sitting in the bed and stuff. You I'm asked me like, get the food for shit. you? He's like, he's no, he. I was like, he. We'd like trade off. He's yeah. like, it's your turn to get it. I was like, I am not getting <laughs> the food. Nope, nope. Yeah. And then like we fucking miraculously like fucking door fucking opens and stuff. And I look down. I'm like, 
oh my god they're dry and i was like <laughs> i made it and like i was like I walk out and i'm just like all right so we play some chess and stuff and fucking <laughs> main floor i was like i fucking escaped that fucking situation and we get back in the <laughs> room and stuff and then he, so he goes yo wayne i gotta no ask way. you i gotta ask you something he's like what the fuck were you doing at five in the morning i was like oh dog no you you don't want to know you couldn't even tell him he's like he's like no i do want to know he's like i was like no you don't want to know he's like he's like no listen up you're gonna tell me what the fuck you were doing at five in the morning using the sink i was like okay man Listen, <laughs> like, you know you got these like posters and stuff on the walls and stuff and like, i've been in here for like a little bit now and stuff and he's just like oh you had one of them freaky dreams i was like yeah he's like just use the shower i was like i'm not using the shower i was like i need out of this place this is out of control <laughs> yo <laughs> that, that was, the people in the chat are loving this episode by the way yeah that's it was it was ridiculous yeah. so that's one of the best ones. I'm sorry, excuse my French. It's one of the best stories. There's, there's more of those, man. Dude, yeah. I, I remember, I remember one too. I don't mean to, again, but like these are like the things. Like right when I met Matthias, like mm-hmm. he told me these stories. But he, he did a. You worked on set with Waka Flocka. Once, oh yes, right. Yeah. And so he worked on set with Waka Flocka, mm-hmm. and then I guess you had a moment where you and Waka like looked at each other and you, and you said something. Yeah, to him, right? I got to, I got to ask him because I was like, man, what. Cause like everyone like grew up doing like making meaningful rap music and stuff. And I felt like, like everyone in the industry was like trying to do things. And I was like, but Waka Faka came in and like, I felt like he nearly destroyed the thing. And it was just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing this. And I was just like, dude, I was like Waka Faka versus like Nas or something. I was like, what are you doing? And he's just like, I'm just making money. And I was like, so no, so that, that was what you asked him. Yeah. I was like, what? you, you went up to Waka Flocka and you said, he was just right next to me. But I you were like, you were like, like, what are you doing? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, what? I was like, he's like, I'm just making money. I was like, you know what? Fair. I guess like you're, you're doing what you want to. You're making money a fun way. It's, I mean, you're not like putting like, He's bringing energy and excitement, which is good, but it definitely like he's. It wasn't like positive music in the least, <laughs> but it had a message. It had like he was energy he was bringing energy. tons of emotion and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Not everyone's life is positive. Not everyone can speak on positive things. So you know what? He really kind of brought himself into it. So. I actually respect him. Like the more, like I started thinking about it, I was like, "I'm just trying to make the best for life for yourself." So, like, but that's cheers. cool that you asked him that, though. Yeah. He wasn't like pissed or anything that you you said that to him. No, he's, I'm sure he's been asked that before too. It's <laughs> like people are like, "Come on, you don't think some old guys going off to him like, yo, man, you know you kind of fucking mm. up shit.' Like you could be saying some positive things and shit." Of course, that man heard that fucking like a thousand times from mm. a hell of people. He was just doing what he had to. Yeah. yeah, I just think that's funny. That, that is hilarious. Like, I didn't mean to bring up those two stories back then. <laughs> no, those are fucking are, funny those are good stories. Ones. Yeah, hey, thank I you. Mean, yeah, I mean, dude, you know, and I don't mean to, but yeah, you're just like you know. Since I met you, you've always been a very fascinating guy with like <laughs> your perspective, and I've actually been inspired by it a lot. And like wow. you know, just the way you've approached things and the courage that it takes to be yourself because not you don't see many people who are themselves yeah, yeah. so you seem like you have just like a, I've always respected that attitude. about you man thank you yeah <clears throat> people you seem like you have like a don't give a fuck attitude you're just like oh whatever smoked a lot of weed before <laughs> I stopped smoking <laughs> and I don't know I just I didn't never wanted to do like even before I smoked weed I just didn't want to do what other people were doing I think a lot of that's from skating more than anything because like skating really had that like rebellious aggressive like make something new and it's just like everyone was doing like this and this and like just you know what it is it's mind game like all the skate companies they were like let's make something unique let's do something original it's Mm -hmm. skating brought so many good values just to to everyone's life who skates totally so and to apply that in other areas is so like yeah crucial there's yeah incredible people that come from skating 
So tell us about like maybe you grew, you grew up in Chicago, like skating street in Chicago the whole time. Tell us about like, the Chicago scene. How is it now? Like who, who like you grew up skating with maybe some influences? It's, oh man, Mike Ireland, John Murakami, Rory Mellon. Mike Ireland. Mike Ireland, <clears throat> you know, oh man, what, decades. What, I'm a, hu- I'm a, I'm a so huge incredible. Rory fan, by the way. I might, be, Rory, yeah. I might be Rory's number one fan. Number one. Be. I might yes. be. Damn. He's, yeah, Roy's sick. Yeah, he's, he's sick. got he's got like some secret fans. No, yeah. He's, got a <laughs> lot. he's like he's sick. He's a major yeah. major man. Oh, it was just great. Like there was like this amazing indoor park called Triple R and it was just growing up every Friday night. Everyone links there and it's just get all the energy you had like contained from fucking hating the entire fucking school week. Mm-hmm. And just everyone having so much fun and stuff. And I was just like, man, this is this is it. This is like all I ever want to do. Like just keep going out and having fun with the friends. Let's fucking make some things and we learned about videos and we just wanted to like showcase and like and skating was like so popular at that time. You had like prank and stuff. I was like mm-hmm. Aaron Feinberg was making like it's just like, oh, this is it. You can you can do it and stuff. And it's just like, it's all we wanted. We're like, kind of throw fucking milkshakes in people's faces and just <laughs> just to be a badass. Live it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fun. That 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 anarchist uh, rebellious aspect. Yeah, yeah, it's strong in skating. Totally. <laughs> um, I want to say this to the people we have watching. Um, we're going to in a little bit we're going to continue mm-hmm. to talk to you but I want you guys who are watching to if you have questions for Matthias to put them forth so we have them ready um, just so you know if you want to put forth the super chat we give half of our super chats to our guest so um, if you have any questions the super chats will come first yeah, uh, so, so far we have Ben Laborski he says I love this show and Sean Michelson's at all hell. Yes. Jesus, get it, homie. Yes. Yes. What up, Sean? He donated a very specific number, $8.47. Sick. Is that significant in any way? <laughs> I think it's, if it was, was that Dave Chappelle's new sh- special based off I think of it was 846. the. 846. 846. Okay. Thank so. you, Sean. Wow. Yeah. It was a. Uh, Shout old. out. Yeah. I mean, also, you, you've. Um, Another bit of inspiration I drew off you is you were always like, uh, you know, I think we talked about your journey through Australia, but we didn't talk about mm-hmm. like, you know, your, the aspect that your yoga practice played a part in that. Ah, uh, that was a big part of it. Yeah. And you were like a deep, that was you were like, you were up there as like, hell. like you and Rob G reminded me of like similar spaces and mm-hmm. this like being deep yogis and things like that. So like, I just remember like you helping me a lot with like my body and like your knowledge in this area. So like, uh, do you want to talk about like your journey through that for a bit? Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, it was, I just wanted to find ways to continue skating and stuff. And so I joined a gym. I just wanted to be better at skating because I don't know. I think everyone always feels like, Oh, I'm not the greatest. There's challenges and stuff in life. So, Oh, I don't know. Skating's always kind of been like competitive, but I wanted to find like a new way to get like an edge on skating and be like even better and stuff. But so like I joined this gym and stuff and started doing yoga, um, doing some weight training and stuff because winter is hard. Actually, yeah, definitely in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You guys get a cold polar, polar vortex. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was in. They, uh, they're like one of the few places that get it harder than. Yeah, you know, I was in the states. Yeah, I was in Detroit actually when that happened, um, and they actually have modern. So, so Ooh, cheers to modern park. It's the best yeah, place modern, to be. In but the like, yeah, every Wednesday. Yeah, shout out modern. Ooh, modern. Take that a park that <laughs> modern still Detroit. Going. Yeah, indoor park that yeah. large. Yeah, that yeah. legit. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Man. George, Sean, James, everyone there keeps it amazing, man. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, sorry. into, yeah, I just joined the gym and stuff. And truthfully, it, I probably just did yoga because the girl was cute and I had a crush on her and stuff. <laughs> and like, that'll do it. it. It makes sense. But like, I noticed like it helped and like what happens like the first few times you like do like a real yoga class, your body like exerts so much and stuff and you get like this insane high. It's just like, you've like released all this like these toxins and stuff because like your body when you don't stretch it it's just like kind of has all this tension and stuff and when you release that you get like blood flowing into like 
new parts of your mm-hmm. body like oxygen comes back in i see that and at the end you're just like whoa and you just feel like this insane like lift and stuff i guess it happens like you could tell by the way you were like carrying yourself at that time you were like very loose very, very loose happy <laughs> uh, that yeah. makes sense yeah um so yeah i guess it's similar to like runner's high from like marathons and mm-hmm. stuff like that you just get this massive amount of oxygen taken in and so the thing that annoyed me though the most is that she'd say i'd look at other things that are similar to yoga I'd look at skating and I was like, we're doing Mizu's. This is the exact same thing as mm-hmm. a warrior stance, except you're bringing momentum into it. You're pushing off. I was like, warrior left, warrior right, skating, <laughs> skating, skating, warrior, warrior, warrior. Uh, she's just like, no, it's a sacred practice. It's <laughs> this way, that way. It's, and I was just like, okay, yeah. Um, but break dancing, way more complex moves. Gymnastics, way more complex moves. And she just didn't want to hear it because she's into the spiritual side. Yeah, how the it. spirituality yeah. is tied mm-hmm. in. You're, yeah. So you were never into that aspect, but more just like the aspect of the health. And yeah, well, spiritualities, I don't know about all that. My dad is super religious and stuff. So I just think that there's so much out there that as long as you're like living to help other people, you treat everyone as like a god, then just give respect. That's really just all. It's not hard, is religion. it? Yeah. No. I think that like that's each religion can respect that. Yeah, that's just kind of the most basic, simple thing. Beyond that, uh, I'm good. So, but yeah. So I was really upset that she had this idea about it has to be done this way. And then I'd studied like this other guy, uh, Simon Borg Olivier, and the contortion that he could do was just mind blowing. And since I was getting into yoga, seeing the things he could do, I was like, I have to meet this guy. This guy's, if I get to Australia, I want to meet him. So I spent like... This is like the king yogi in Australia. No, this is like one of the world king yogis. Like this guy studied under a Yengar who westernized yoga altogether. What's his name? Uh, A Yengar is... No, no, the guy he went to see. Simon Borg Olivier. Simon Borg Olivier. He's... You'll be surprised when you see him. And Iyengar is the guy that brought it to the yeah. West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He westernized everything. He was like one in some super school and stuff and just said, all right, I'm going to bring this to the world. And he sure did. So Simon was the first person who'd studied and even brought yoga to Australia. So it mm, was like damn. really, and he goes to like all chats and conferences and stuff and it was it was crazy. So I finally got to meet him, and the instant thing he said, he said, "So, you're you've got your own practice." He said, "You've brought yoga to an athletic level." He said, "You don't really need to practice yoga. You have your own practice. You just need to follow that." He goes, "These these poses that you hold on a rail, they're very similar to yoga poses, but there's no way I could do this." Mm-hmm. He said. This is your practice. This is great. And then I was just like, you, you, I won. I won. <laughs> you worked to the, get to the top of the mountain. You got to the final boss. And then he said, you've had it all along. So yes. was he saying you don't need yoga? The key yoga? has been within the whole time. <laughs> this is like wow. Mortal Kombat when you meet no, like this is like No, this is like that deep message <laughs> in like, yeah, like one of the Karate Kid movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. No, it's very true. That's crazy. Like you, you, you do all this, you, the, the discipline to get, because... Mm-hmm. If you ever seen him practice yoga, he did like really no, impressive stuff, mm-hmm. impressive stuff. And uh, yeah, so to get to that level, to meet that guy and then him be like, oh, but blading is super. That's, mm-hmm. that's your it's, practice, it's practice in, it, yeah. in and of itself. That's 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 cool. Yeah, it was it was really cool to just like get that from him. So totally. How did that change your skating during um, that, that time? I A lot of people said like my style kind of improved. I felt like a little bit more limber and stuff, mm-hmm. but I think you can kind of overdo it as well. Overdo like, yoga? Like yeah. too much of it? Well, cause they're not taking on the same, uh, they're, they're doing the poses and stuff, but they're not bringing the same force into those poses and stuff. So I think if you are too flexible, it's, it's similar and stuff, but it's not going to like hold itself in. I think skating is what's going to make you good at skating. Yeah. You can use weights and you can 
use resistance and you can do mm. all these things but skating itself is going to be the actual thing that really makes you right. good at skating that makes sense yeah yeah like you could do like that resistance training all that like jumping like mm -hmm. practice but like the practice in and of itself is the key that that's you the key really need to practice the answer's right there it's going to be similar it's not going to be exactly that but it's still good to have like those edges and stuff of totally. course because yeah. the different perspectives yeah and yeah. i think uh if i put anything that would be super similar and be probably rock climbing gymnastics and obviously parkour those things i think are the three best things yeah you've been big on improve. rock climbing for a while it's just super fun yeah. you climb that one wall in yeah. copenhagen that was a lot of fun saw that photo he, he's a climber he, 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 no i have a bad <laughs> shoulder i was working on but like he was he had a bad shoulder issue too that mm -hmm. he helped me work through and i still have sh shoulder issues but he had mm -hmm. like similar very so yeah like, yoga he um, was telling me that like the mm -hmm. climbing the rock walls like really help your shoulder yeah so it's just like constant it's motion yoga actually restored my shoulder mm -hmm. i will completely give it that because i noticed that when i broke my elbow that one of the things you have to do like what happens is your joints will calcify if you're not using them and so what happened with my shoulders i dislocated it so many times there was an actual chip on the shoulder. Mm. And so I'd get into this point and then it just drop out. And so I was able to start. That's kind of like what I had. Yeah. Like that, yeah. I was able to use the weight of the floor to hold it and then start doing snow angels. And it was getting that motion and. Snow then, angels like this. Man. He had me in snow angels like this and snow angels like this. And yeah. Like, mm. yeah, those were. It, it just it completely changed Basic, it. yeah. It's weird that different things you have to do to, to like strengthen specific parts of your body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't think a shoulder would fuck up your skating, but oh, it's fucking huge. Everything. Yeah, everything is, yeah, so everything is affected. You learn that. You're yeah, using you know, your whole body, you know, yeah. which actually... Of course you know. <laughs> of course you know. <laughs> swimming also uses your whole oh, body, yeah, I think. Yeah, swimming. Ryan Arnold was a super champion, super champion swimmer i think that's probably that's one of the that, reasons that's one of the best athletes there is yeah i think that's one of the reasons yeah. he has so much control beyond just the sheer determination and fact of that he loved skating so much was that he had so much control over everything from mm -hmm. so yeah. much swimming I, I trained swimming for a while and it's like for me it's like super hard but mm -hmm. like yeah, like people who are strong swimmers are like super athletes. Yeah. Like you can see them and you're just like, wow, that's, yeah. Um, I think we should open it up for questions right now. We've, we've, <laughs> had, we've yeah. had a good let's talk. Let's get into questions. Yeah, let's get some questions. Um, we do apologize for the sound. There's a firework trend going on yeah, in the world right that. now and Harlem we're, world is going off right now. We're in the right middle now. of Harlem. And, and, oh. and Ray, Ray just donated 20 bucks so he could use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna open up the questions in a second if you guys have any questions yeah. throw them in the chat right now um we want to give a shout out to hip bomb yes while we're here go course. to hipbomb.com use code jump street get 15 percent off your entire order hip bombs hipbomb.com hip oils all that good stuff if you're uh, like CBD me stuff. you have bad ankles yeah bad uh, legs 100 percent organic cbd rub it on you're good to go rub it on Do and you? if you want to say 15 percent, use our code jump street on the thing and uh, they do free samples check does, them out hitbomb.com h-i-t-b-a-l-m hitbomb.com does the cbd get you like kind of loopy and like like we does ryan's no it's not no supposed to. it's 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 completely non-psychoactive that's okay. the cool like that's why austin wouldn't do it if it was okay. <laughs> that's not austin style yeah i don't i don't smoke weed but i'll use the cbd stuff and i have been using it a lot okay cool. so i got a question here yeah. from uh oh you got it our friend nice. ray Sick. and it says uh how did skating influence your art? Because, oh, also, oh. do you want to, speaking of your art, do yeah. you want to show us what we have right here? We've got, we've got and my, let's talk about your, my 8x10 camera. This thing's, this thing's, this is the camera. World see it? Y'all see it? Yeah. Put it like right here. Okay, that's cool. cool <laughs> okay. You got to put the mic to your face though too, so. Just, just switch these around. <laughs> Because people might have seen you with this thing at certain events or contests. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> this thing is a beast. <laughs> we're oh, just dropping yeah. everything this right now. This thing is a beast. All right, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> mic check, mic check. No, All right. no way. <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> oh. 
Walk us through this beast real quick because you it's, have been carrying this thing around and it's clearly heavy and big and bulky. Yeah. Why do you choose to use this it's thing? It's got a huge thing on the back like this. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, let's uh, let's show that. It's because it's film. It's yeah. the largest quality commercial film available. Largest quality commercial film available yeah, for you photographers out there. There's, there's larger sheets of film, but like it's... So that's the whole size of the film? Yeah. Jeez. It's 8 inch by 10 inch piece of film and... The thing with film is you're gonna get more. You gotta talk a little bit into the mic at least. You're gonna get <laughs> a a more vivid quality when you use a larger sheet of film. You're able to zoom into it more. You're able to get more through the film grain because there's actual more grain in a sheet of film that's this size. And the thing that's happening now is I've I've printed it analog because I always wanted to do that. That's amazing. But what's so great about just film in general is it merges incredibly with digital. And as digital cameras are created, you can use those to photograph the film. So so you have a, a photo you take in, and you've got it on the computer screen. That's your photo. You could technically, you could take a photo of that computer screen and with a higher resolution camera and get a higher resolution picture of the screen. But with the film, you're actually getting the film. So you could take maybe 10 photos of, of the film and then well, you could do that also with the screen, but it's, you've got pixels and stuff like that. You're not actually getting the beauty of the film grain itself. So I just think like in the future when everyone's walking around with like a hundred megapixel camera you're able to take a picture of your film and then you've got a hundred megapixel image is you've got an actual physical product yeah that's tangible so it's just gonna completely continue to elevate with digital it's not like a digital versus film they they merge together granted it's more work it takes longer but you've got some patience you're going to have something that's going to be around forever yeah and i mean and it's unique it's it's very unique yeah it's the lenses are extremely sharp and the detail is incredible but it's worth the difficulty of using um it's i just think every camera has its own quality and it's interesting to find ways to merge those qualities yeah. together so a lot of things that i've been doing recently is just using multiple formats and bringing it into a, a larger format like this i think it's just a it's a medium i'm completely obsessed with because it's it's limitless really that's the main reason i shoot with it is because there's there's not a point where you can't stop working with the image you could do absolutely anything with it because it's so so much detail yeah it's crazy that you could make a 8 by 10 large format camera like this somewhat portable enough to carry it around and like yeah. bring it to events or, or skate sessions and shit that was very difficult to figure <laughs> out yeah <laughs> look at this thing the, uh, yeah i never seen anything like this just just learning to shoot with it handheld alone was Handheld. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? The shot I took of Montre, the shot, all of these photographs in here in this magazine are shot handheld. You just load up the film. It's like an X-ray. You didn't see him walk around with this at the Popov last year. I did. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Set up. There you go. <laughs> now you shoot. Yeah, there you go. That's sick. But your arm gets tired. Wow. My arm gets strong. You get yes. strong. Oh, there you go. That's a, that's a good answer. That's all that yoga. The strong shoulder right there. Um, <laughs> we're going to move on to the next question. We have a question from Vince Cruising. If you, could, uh, if you could film a section in any destination with any cinematographer, where would you go? Who would you want to film the section? Dylan Davis? All right, put that back and then you can talk on that. Yeah. Here you go. I got you. You can put it here, um, Matthias. Oh, you're carrying something on that font. <laughs> Don't start this again. Just put it back over here. <laughs> it's okay. I'll move this. 
There we go. We can't have another chain reaction like we did before. There's too many casualties. Cool. It's just a shaky table. That's all. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Shaky tables, heavy equipment. So Dylan Davis, huh? That man is so good at filming. Yeah. Him and Malcolm. Is he still skating? Malcolm's so that's, good. That's the reason I chose him. Because uh, he's not really skating. Malcolm is so good. You know, so if you good. could, that's like, if you could choose, mm. choose someone. Oh, Malcolm's amazing at filming. So you grew shows. up skating with those kids then, I guess, at Chicago. Um, he was in the generation, like, a little above. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Exactly. But, like, once they started skating, I was like, oh, these kids are super sick. I'm going to skate with them as much as I can. Yeah. Because it was, like, great to be with them. Kevin Lubuvich Lebu- Lebu- said... Lebu- oh, Kevin Lubavitch. We, Lubavitch. Yeah. Were you part of the Franco Shade team? Yes, definitely. That really? Was, no, that was I didn't amazing. know that. Yeah, I won really? that competition they had. Yeah, me, um, Clement Bakou, and Jeremy Soderberg. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they, had, they chose us three. That was great. They sent us, Joe Navron and Arlo sent us so much product. That was out of control. Like... We'd open up the uh, the boxes and it'd just be packed with every shirt, every color, every just all the. That was so That's crazy. So I can picture you rocking some heavy Franco shade shit. So crazy. That was great. That was a fun time. That was probably one of the most fun times. That's awesome. Ever. Yeah, they put out that uh, quitters never lose section, and yeah, a lot of they they were looking more for lifestyle. And a lot of people didn't add that. In yeah, the they were trying. They were trying to like blend it, right? Yeah, yeah. They had like because, the breakdancer guys. And, well, well, that's the way you do it, you know. That's that's, that's part of it. Basically, you look at like the old FP videos and stuff. All the old skate videos. It's not well. A lot of it was just like clip, clip, clip. But the, like the FP videos specifically had so much lifestyle. In yeah, it. lifestyle's huge and stuff. And yeah, that's how you do it. You gotta, you gotta bring that in. You gotta otherwise. bring it. You can't get, you can't win hearts and minds. Yeah. No. All right, let's do one or two more questions. Yeah, by I the know way, we've, we've been keeping you up all night. Sean, Sean Michelson also said that $8.47 was for the area code, 847. Oh, Joey Scanella. Thank you, Joey Scanella. Ray Mendez. Dang, that makes sense. I didn't even <laughs> he didn't get you onto that. Code. Some, okay, some, okay. Some yeah, guy typing stuff said. on 847. Sean Michelson, <laughs> nobody cares. Some guy typing stuff says leather jacket or jean jacket. Choose only one. Leather. I'm wearing it. You're wearing it right now. Boom. Of course. Um, How did you end up getting a mini part and teach them well? I just flew out there. I just got to skate with them. You just told them I'm going to have a section. Um, (laughs) I've met some. I think I met like Brett or something, and he was just filming, and I was just like, let's let's have some fun. We got some clips, and then he's like. Yeah, Connor's Connor's down to skate. Let's go skate with Connor. And I was like, cool. So skate with Connor a bit and just stayed with him for a week. That was a lot of fun too. That was a wild so video. That was a long time ago, man. Yeah. That was probably like almost 15 years ago already. Probably. Maybe a little less. Maybe like 12. 11 or 12. Yeah. But still, that's that's up there. I was like 18 then or something. So yeah, that was... That was good. Yeah, I remember. We're skating with stayed with Connor. Connor's a fucking wild boy too. Yeah, he's yeah. wild. Well, he 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 was just starting to go to college, so he had everything pretty under control. But he'd had people over like the entire summer and stuff, and it was like about time for him to go to college. And his mom had just like had enough and stuff. But that was awesome because then like Connor's like, well, just go stay with Quinn, and Quinn has like the biggest house I've probably ever been to. Feldman, <laughs> yeah, his house was just incredible. It's like, okay, this is cool. And sure, I'll stay at a mansion out. in Southern California. Exactly. I was like, wow, this is this is cool. All right, we're gonna go skate. All right, let's let's get <laughs> cool. out of here. Let's go. Oh man, cool. Well, dude, hell yeah. Um, but then again, look where we're at. Yeah, this place. People. This place. Ray's place. Ray's place. <laughs> well, Matthias, it's been nice talking to you. Do you have any words of wisdom you would like to impart onto the community or people, your have, peers? Have fun. It's, I think everyone knows that, though. It's kind of kind of obvious. Some people don't know that, though. You might think some people know that. Some people don't know that. <laughs> they forget. I don't know. 
Well, it was a pleasure having yeah, you on. It was. Thanks for joining us. Cool. Thanks to Ray for bringing, letting us use Parlor Thank Studio you. again. Yeah. Thank you, brother. We'll be skating this week and tomorrow too. Yeah. Actually, the session. Everyone else, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Peace.